Welcome to HeartSpeak Podcast, episode 178, Lightning Creation. Welcome to the HeartSpeak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen, open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host, Dr. Christine Page. Well, hello there, wherever you are in the world, you are welcome. It's good to be with you. And lots is still happening in our world. Every week I seem to say the same thing, but it becomes more and more intense, more and more global. And we're watching different activities occur in different parts of the world. We have, as I mentioned before, already passed through the first Pluto return for the US and we will see many transformations occur perhaps even in this next 12 years or less because in truth the constitution for the united states with the bill of rights was not ratified until 12 years after the actual formation of the country and so there was a lot of not necessarily infighting outfighting a lot of discussion went on to say who are we And really, let's not be what we've just broken free of, which is really important when we're going to go through any transformation. Let's not just create the same thing again. And I think that's a message for us all, that even though we are seeing some very intense energies, those intense energies are not new in the history, the modern history, perhaps, of humanity. Things have been happening like this for certainly hundreds, if not thousands of years. And we are at that time where we're saying something new has to be born out of this. Not just let's replace one dictator with another or one system with another that just appears the same. And I think that's why we're seeing this amazing transformation or at least disintegration of many of the institutions that we've trusted for so many years. And it's gone through the medical profession, the legal professions, the political professions. And now it's definitely looking at the military and the police professions, because what we're seeing is a level of policing that probably isn't coming from what we would say is the regular police force. We're seeing a militarized police force coming through. And again, this is saying, wow, we've been here before. We do not wish to have that type of policing. This isn't about defunding, but really looking at what is the purpose of the police force? What is the purpose of the medical profession? What is the purpose of the legal profession? What is the purpose of the political profession? And really letting their philosophies, their trainings be adjusted to meet the needs of the people rather than the other way around. And why am I focusing on that? Because we have this Mars and Venus and Pluto conjunction in Capricorn, Capricorn structures, institutions, Pluto transformation. And Mars and Venus, Mars passion, Venus love, but they also are about masculine and feminine in a sort of yin yang way, not a gender way. So it's like, how do we find that that type of balance where it is, bringing the very best of the feminine into an institution and the very best of the masculine into the institution. Compassionate passion. 
And I think that's this cooperation we're looking for. How do we bring the very best of who we are into every situation? And we're seeing where that is out of balance. Maybe the yin energy is not as strong as the yang or the other way around. And what we're needing is for those two to come together. <clears throat> and if we're looking for it outside ourselves, we're looking inside ourselves. Where is my masculine feminine not in balance? Where are they not working in an integral way? So that's one aspect of what's going on. We're also seeing Mercury and Saturn becoming conjunct in Aquarius. And as I've mentioned before, Aquarius has different faces, as all signs do. And one of them is this ability to see the bigger picture, to synthesize information, to bring the very best into your decision making. But it also can be detached and cold and almost not understanding that there is a connection to the humanity that that is a little bit complex and a little bit challenged. It's almost like I would say it's like sitting on the top of a mountain wondering why people aren't sorting themselves out. So Mercury-Saturn conjunction in Aquarius can be a little bit uh, cool, detached, like just get on with it. Uh, I don't know what your problem is. And I think we're seeing some of that in the dictates that are going out through the world. It's like, just do what I say. Nothing of, of consideration or cooperation or connection to the average person who's struggling with so many things at this time, even beyond, obviously, all the issues that we had with COVID. Now we have inflation, we have loss of jobs, we have lack of food. There are so many things happening, and they're all happening in what we would call the survival mechanisms, those things that make us feel nurtured, those things that make us feel safe, secure. So we're seeing this turnaround, this Uranus in Taurus. Uranus is upsetting our natural security. And it's whether we have food on the table, it's whether we have a, a secure job, whether we have a home, we have a house, whether or not we have loved ones around us, whether we have touch. Torians are a very touchy feeling. And I think that's all been disturbed. And I don't think we've understood just how disturbed it's become. And so that need to calm things down and in a very loving way, not be just sitting there making dictates and saying, just get on with it. But what does this mean to someone's security? What does this, do we actually understand and feel into the issues that are happening to everyone at this time? And I think that's where we've become separated. That separation has occurred where we're seeing people talking in about maybe defunding a police, the police when they have a fully secure uh, consignment of people looking after them. feels like the, the elite have separated so far from the average person. And it reminds me that uh, I spent some time in the Soviet Union when the Soviet Union was still alive and kicking. And then I went into Russia after that and, and into other states as well, but in that area. And almost within a few years of the fall of the Soviet Union, I was watching how the elite, and at that time I was one of those because they, I had money with dollars or pounds uh, that was more powerful than the, 
the currency that they were using. And the people who could get that type of currency could go into the very fancy restaurants, but the people who hadn't got that currency couldn't. And within a few years, you had people who were very well off, very expensively dressed, walking by without even noticing the people whose only thing they could sell were a few apples or a pair of shoes. And it, it shocked me how quickly that happened and how that obviously was underneath the Soviet situation, which we all know it was, as it is in any communist situation, and how those who had the money had no interest in those that didn't. There was, there was absolutely no social conscience at all. And I think that's what we need to return to, a conscience, a social conscience, an interest, a, a connection to those who may not be in the same financial situation or may not be in the same uh, you know, social situation. This isn't about color and race and religion. This is about people and people's security and people's feeling that they're heard, feeling that they're seen. Uh, and I feel that when I speak, I hear about the new moon that we have coming into Pisces, which is on the 2nd of, of March, and the new or we're going towards this Neptune-Jupiter conjunction and we talk about spirituality. I think spirituality starts at home. I think it's, it's not some religion. It's very nice to say that we all think the same, but I think it actually starts with compassion. It starts with how we treat each other. Do we even notice other people? And that, that's, that's got to be where we're, we're coming from. Spirituality isn't from above down, it's from beneath up. And so that starts with us treating ourselves well. It's no different. So these are very big energies that are happening. And on one level, we talk about unification. And as you've heard me say many times, the birth of a new world occurred on the 21st of December 2012. And the message was unity through the acceptance of diversity. This isn't unity by making everybody the same. This is the acceptance of diversity. Secondly, it is about anything I do unto you, I will feel the effects immediately on myself. When I see some of the violence that's taking place, I think, how could you do this to another person? And one of the reasons I left medicine when I was working in the ER, in the casualty, I just couldn't bear to sew up another person so they could go up and beat up someone else. And then I'd have to sew that person up. I couldn't live with man's inhumanity to man. And I feel that, again, it's that level of where did we go wrong? Where have we become so disconnected from each other that it's okay to call each other names. It's okay to backtalk someone. It's okay to hurt them physically, emotionally, sexually. It's never okay. I don't think we can ever ascend or become more spiritual. Well, that's the level that we are carrying. 
And it is said, and I've heard this from different sources, that there are very few civilizations in the universe that still are as barbaric as ours. Someone mentioned just four civilizations. And, you know, it, it saddens me that we're seen as one of the most barbaric civilizations. And it's not how we treat animals, it's not, not how we treat the earth, both of which are bad. It's how we treat each other, how we treat the people who we say we love. And until we stop doing that, until we start to realize that what I do to you, I do to myself, we're, not, we're never going to rise above that level. And that's our spirituality. Let's be honest. That's, that's what spirituality is about. It's not some, I have to say, some dogma or some eating a certain way or meditating in a certain way. And I'm not being critical of that. I'm just saying it starts at the grassroots. And somehow I, I'm talking about this because I remember from a, as a very small child, I would go to either a spiritual meeting, again, my, well, I was brought up around spiritualists, and, or I'd go to church and everybody would talk about unconditional love. And then I would hear them argue about who was going to have the last piece of cake or what or they'd gossip about someone. And it broke my heart. I thought, how can you speak one thing and do something else? Was I judging them? No, I was more confused. <laughs> it was like, you're talking out of forked tongue. Either say what you feel about someone in front of them, but don't gossip. <laughs> it felt something very wrong. So that's who I am. And I, I think many of you probably have very similar ideas. And when I look at what's going on in the world, I see this sort of separation occurring in many ways, as I said, uh, elitism to non-elitism. But there's also a fear that anybody who is different is a threat. Do you notice that? Anybody who has a different thought, anybody who makes different decisions, anybody who makes different decisions about their body, anybody who it cannot be bought, anybody who cannot be cajoled into going along, anybody who doesn't have fear of being alone, anybody who doesn't have fear of dying, anybody who doesn't have fear of standing by their own in their own power, they're a threat. And they're, they're spoken to as being someone who brings terror or fear to others. No, I, that isn't the truth. You can see in your own mind that those who cannot be bought are a real threat. Those who have their own opinions of a threat. And what we're watching now in the world is countries, countries with their leaders who can't be bought, who have their own point of view. And we're watching as one could say the mass energy is trying to infiltrate or suppress or take away their power. And I want you to understand that what's happening in our world what's happening around in the planet is also happening at home. And we are now in this place where there is a large force that would like to take over everything that's happening, everybody aligning to the one idea. And they are seeking out those who think differently or act differently. And I think that it's not so much the difference as in on a horizontal level in terms of 
making one choice or another. I think they're more threatened by those whose energy field, whose frequency is not of the denser sort. And I know I'm talking to you out there. Those of us who have already done our own inner work to develop our own inner strength, I've created a frequency that cannot be contained, cannot be put into a box anymore. And we're the ones who actually neither get involved with that sort of fear tactic, nor have any interest in it. But we also need to remember to stand in our power with our loving heart, with compassion, and recognize that many of you have come from a place where staying small is no longer an option. Yes? Where you have realized that being yourself may mean letting go of a lot of things that you thought were important, but now you value what is really valuable to you, which are, is your own inner self, your own self-awareness, your love of yourself, whatever words I want to put on them. And I want to encourage that. And now why I'm encouraging it is because I work with many of many people, wonderful beings, and I've seen this for many years in my workshops, where I watch someone have the most amazing gifts, amazing ideas, but it gets stuck in the throat chakra. And when I make a suggestion such as, why don't you write it down? Why don't you speak it out? Why don't you bake that cake? Why don't you make that something with your physical hands? There's a, oh, I'm not sure. Maybe I haven't got the right equipment. Maybe I haven't got the right pen or maybe my laptop doesn't work. Or throat chakra. And the throat chakra is such a wonderful place of transformation and creativity. But I see so much creativity getting blocked in that throat chakra. So nothing changes. Because what I'm really being told is, if, you, if I put it onto paper, if I speak it out, if I make that cake, I no longer will be the same person. Something's had to be given away. I've had to lose something. And I say, yeah, but look what you would gain. It's like, yeah, but I have to lose it first. This is very Taurian energy. Taurus doesn't want to lose anything, become insecure, even though I might persuade them or try and persuade them to realize that when we give, we actually get back multifold. Now, I'm not just talking to Taurians. I'm talking to any of us who have an idea and who talk about that idea and one day we'll do that idea. Or maybe we criticize other people having an idea, but we're never going to do it. When I say to someone, be creative, they say, well, I can't, I'm, I can't paint. I'm not a writer. Creative, creativity is not about just being able to paint or draw or create something in a term, terms of artistic talents. Creation is taking an idea and making it manifest. And it may not be the final article. Sometimes just writing it down on paper, you can say, well, 
now I see what I'm writing. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to do this. So sometimes when we start that flow of creativity, it may be the actual gift that we receive about making changes. But if we never start it, it all gets stuck in our head. When we get it stuck in our head, our synapses, our ability to make connect new connections fades away. It's one of the features of dementia. The fear of getting it wrong means we never actually do it at all. We never have a relationship with this idea. Therefore, our synapses disappear and we start to disappear. So today I'm saying engage, engage with your ideas. And this brings me to my final piece, which is about lightning. Lightning is happening much more actively than we've ever had before on this planet or in our time. We don't know necessarily why it's happening, but the thought is it's because that magnetic field is becoming weaker. The ionosphere is becoming weaker, the protection one might say between one uh, electrical current energetic current and another is becoming weaker and what they're suggesting is that those currents those ions are becoming closer to the earth and so we're seeing much more interaction between energy coming in from the cosmos energy coming in from the solar system i've spoken about this and and the earth so it's almost like a sparking that's happening between the heaven or the the the, the heaven and earth all right this is this lightning this creative energy i'm talking about and when that's happening, we're also seeing that there will be a change to the water molecules in the earth. Maybe we're not necessarily fully seeing this, but anywhere there's a magnetic anomaly or a water anomaly within the earth, that lightning energy is becoming stronger and more active. And these places are what we call portals. They're there's almost like a split in the plasma of the earth, a split in the, the fabric, excuse me, of the atmosphere, not the earth, the atmosphere. And what I'm speaking about here is that these sacred sites, which I talk about in, in Earth Mysteries, are becoming activated in a way they haven't for a long time. And these sacred sites were actually chosen to be on a certain place where these and magnetic anomalies were. So there are places in the world where energy was already heightened, heightened, and now it's being hyped up, and we're seeing these lightning strikes. We were always told that we would see more lightning strikes and more of the Orealis, Borealis, around, coming closer and closer to the equator as the magnetic field got weaker, and now we're seeing that. That being said, I want to just finalize this to say that if the lightning strikes are becoming stronger and more active, we are the lightning rod between heaven and earth. It is our consciousness that is being lit up. We are being struck by this lightning to say, wake up everything that's light within us. Wake up DNA, wake up pineal gland, wake up chakras. So there's never been a more active time for us to actually share what has been maybe slumbering inside our body and our mind for a long time. 
this is the time to just put it out there, whatever it is, because now keeping, in, keeping it inside and saying, I'll wait for the best day for this to happen is too late. Get that piece of paper out. Get those art papers out. Get your paints out. Make something in the kitchen. Make something in your garden. Do something creative because once we open that door of creation, then the universe can work through us and manifest that new consciousness into the world. If it all stays in our head, there's nothing going to happen. Bless you all. Enjoy the upcoming new moon and enjoy this intense time of new energy that is dynamic, active and exciting. Until next time now. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the HeartSpeak Podcast with Dr. Christine Page. Please check out all HeartSpeak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. HeartSpeak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and now playing on Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. You can also watch the archive podcast on Christine's channel on YouTube and now on Rumble. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, including her newest Facebook group, The Great Mother Calling. Do share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of Heart Speak.